Welcome to As We Live, a podcast aimed at helping you connect to the living God. Hi, I'm Lyle Martin, and I'm here today with John Martin and Steve Stutzman. And today I'm going to let John introduce you to the subject that we're talking about, because I know it's something that he's been looking forward to for a very long time. So go ahead, John, and introduce what we're going to be talking about. I have, Lyle. Wow, this is this is really good to be talking about this. Uh, we're, we're here to talk about Steve's new book. This is something that we've talked about as a board, as a group of friends. I know, Steve, we put a lot of pressure on you for a long time now to write a book. How, how did you actually even get to that point where you said, okay, I'm going to write a book? Like, how did you get to that point? Yeah, and how do you get to a place where you write a book about rubbish? Yeah, well. <laughs> well, it's kind of... Yeah, you guys in, on the board, you've been kind of merciless with me, just um, hounding me from from uh, board meeting to board meeting. And every year when we have our annual get-together meeting, well, I hear it again, where's the book? Where's the book? So, a lot of pressure. <clears throat> yeah, but I've probably tried a number of times to sit down and write something. Um, but there has to be, there has to be uh, a sense of, inspiration Mm -hmm. for me to write and it's difficult to explain sometimes to people that even to the secretary that if I'm sitting in my room and I'm writing and she comes in with a question that that just took a half hour out of my world because I have to stop what I'm doing and climb out of that zone and answer her question and then try to get all the pieces coming back together again, go back into that zone. So it can it's a little bit of a difficult thing probably for me. It seems like the easiest book to write is one on a life story. Like if you if it's your own life story, mm-hmm. you lived it. You know. And some people have trouble sometimes getting things in chronological order, but you know your life and so you sit down and you write about your life. That's maybe more the easy easy type. You might go to somebody else and have them sit down and tell you their life story and you write notes on it. And then you sit down and uh, say, I'm going to write this person's life story. And then you have to go back with questions and whatever. But when you try to take a subject and write on it in a way that's engaging and in a way that can actually affect people's lives, that can be a little more difficult. So how did you come up with, with this book, and, and what's the title? Maybe share the title, and what? how did you come up with that title and that topic? Was that, was that a process getting there, or was that something that was just burning inside of you? Or how? It was. It, it was both. It was, um, I started out thinking I'm going to write a little, almost like a tract, a little pamphlet. And I had started with some of that, and I had a number of pages written, and then uh, last summer, the, we had kind of reached the end of our rope and, and decided we needed to take a break, and the board gave us some time off, and we took six weeks off. And we were three weeks we were down in Mexico uh, on the edge of the ocean, just sitting there watching the waves. And, of course, it took a, a number of days there to just kind of relax and let everything out and walk along the water and all that. And then one day this picture starts to form. And I start to see this this much bigger picture of what was going on. And I I ran in and sat down at the computer and started looking stuff up and looking up timelines and looking up people and places and historical events and, and going through and reading some of these scriptures and 
in uh, Nehemiah and Ezra and looking how they fit together. And I just, the, the more that I did that, the more that this, this monstrous picture came together. And uh, it's out of that, that chapter in Nehemiah there where it talks about the building of the wall. And he says, there's much rubbish. And that, that phrase became kind of the anchor point and finally the title of the book, There Is Much Rubbish. Wow, so it was on that trip where the, the, the title and, and the whole, it wasn't like a long several-year process for this book, or, or how, how was that? Well, I would say that over the last 25 years of my life, one of the main focus focuses has been trying to help people pick up wreckage from their lives. Like I see lives that are wrecked and shattered and in pieces, and then you try to help them put those pieces back together so that they can have a productive life and walk with God. So that that mentality and that thought process has been there for a long time. Um, and one of the things that I saw was that people a lot of times have difficulty sorting through all the things in their life and retaining what is good while disposing of what is wrong. Like there's this huge tendency to grab a hold of lies and to carry them along in our life and to recognize at some point that that lie, even though it may have an element of true in it, is still a lie. And you're going to have to cut the lie out and re retain what is true. And so many people either retain the lie or they throw out what is good. The amount of people that can actually divide. You know, the sword of the word of God divide between what is good and what is lies. Get rid of the garbage and then build something constructive with what is good. That, that becomes a difficult thing to do. So that part of the mentality has been with me for a long time. Taking it and putting it in this kind of a framework... Uh, would be something that really birthed in that time mm -hmm. off. So I know that you got, God was speaking to you, and you got this picture. Did you find it hard to put that into words? Because I'm guessing that you want to pass that picture on to, to other people, but how do you how do you do that? Was, that? was that a hard process? It is kind of art in any form. Uh, whether it's sculpture or painting or, you know, whatever it is that, that is considered art, has to do with taking something that is abstract, a picture, a mental image, and trying to project that into somebody else's consciousness. So whether it's music or if it's a painting or anything, you're trying to take something that is in your own mind or in your own spirit and put it in a framework, put it in, in on a canvas that other people can look at and it can impact them the way that it impacted you. So in a lot of ways with art, you're actually trying to change the way people think. And so with this book, there's, there's a way, there's a, a scene that I see, there's a way that I look at some of these things back there and I think it's helpful. And I would like to be able to construct that in a way that would grab a hold of people and slowly change the way that they see it, at least in my mind and heart, so that they could line up with the way that God sees things, and it would improve their life. 
the whole idea of writing the book? Was it a hard process? I think it's always hard. It's always difficult because whenever you um, are dealing with math and science, everything's very stable. And there's no give left or right. There's no room for opinions. You know, one plus one is two. I don't really mm -hmm. care what your opinion is. <laughs> but when, when it comes to art, there are a thousand interpretations of anything that happens. And so whether it's the book cover or if it's the, 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 the way you phrase things or the way that you approach things, regardless of what it is, it's always subject to interpretation. So that some of that part's difficult. Taking the original idea... And sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to divide this into 12 pieces or 13 pieces, and each one's going to become a chapter, and giving them a title, that gave a framework. And then you take each title and put it in a framework and start developing from there. I would like to back you up a little bit. Um, you were saying... I bet you would. <laughs> you were saying that um, coming uh, about writing the book about building rubbish is because that's been so much part of your life in ministry. What got you into that kind of ministry um, where you wanted to work with people and help them divide that kind of stuff? Wow. Well, I don't know if it's something I wanted to get into, um, but I, I would say that a lot of it goes back to personal experience. A lot of the struggles and things that we went through, even as a couple early in our marriage uh, and before we were married, with the, um, the spiritual attacks, the depression that my wife was in, the anxiety, the, um, it's hard for me to explain sometimes to people what was going on in that realm in that time. Um, because the, the kind of thing of going to church, for example, on Sunday morning, and in the middle of service having somebody tap me on the shoulder, and saying your wife is laying downstairs in the basement, passed out on the floor. And going down there and picking her up and carrying her out to the car. And going home. And, and everything that's involved in that. I mean, in one sense, the humiliation, but the questions. And the screaming inside and saying, where is God? Why is this happening? And then having God take us through some of the things he did to show us that the answers were not in the doctor's office. They weren't in the pharmaceutical bottles that they gave us and said, take these pills. But they were actually in Jesus Christ. And that there was so much more in that whole realm than we were seeing at all. And finding a complete deliverance and freedom through that. Um. It completely changed our lives. I mean, I don't know how to explain to people. <laughs> this was not like washing your hands or getting a new set of clothes. This was a complete change of life. And when that happened, um, it became patently obvious to everyone that was around us. And out of that, immediately began, began to come questions. What about this? What about that? And there was a number of years of that kind of thing, people coming and asking us questions, coming and sitting in our living room. And then after that, there was this period where uh, we had got started with Gospel Express going into prisons. And then that brought up another whole set of questions because these guys in there, or women, whichever kind of facility you're in, 
They're full of questions about their life. And then to see the devastation and the wreckage and to begin to realize how much of it has to do with just misalignment with what God said to begin with and what it takes to repent and come back into alignment with what God said to begin with and how much it changes people's lives. That's really what what it came out of. And then, you know, a heart that is longing and is crying, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it's that that crying out for that righteousness, the rightness of the kingdom of God. Uh, that's really where that desire is probably what motivated us toward trying to help people. And, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in the process. Not I wouldn't even try to pretend that I didn't. But then going from there to... to um, getting involved in a lot of seminars and then beginning to watch the dramatic life changes that happened there, that would have kind of been what, what motivated us down that direction. So Steve, what do you, what do you hope the book accomplishes? What do you hope people find in the book? I suppose that what I hope that people will find overall in the book is a, uh, a consciousness that we have as the people of God settled for far lower of a level of reality than what God intended for us to. And that that many of us are living in a place and on a level that is below what God intended for his people. And to create a desire to move forward and to actually go, to go somewhere, to go beyond... And, and to go into a place of a land of milk and honey and a place of dominion, a place where we actually rule what is evil around us instead of being subject to it. Well, I'm really excited for people to be able to get a hold of this book. It's I, I think a lot of readers are going to be able to relate to the story and the depth in the story. And I believe it comes out May 5th. May 4th, the pre-sales start. May so, 4th. Yep, we finally got a date on pre-sales. Wow, that's exciting. Yep. That's awesome. Steve, and then when are you thinking you're going to start shipping books? Shipping books, they get start um, sent out on May the 20, uh, yeah, 21st. Yeah, so May the 4th month. is the pre-sale. Yep. And uh, they ship later in the month. Wow, that's awesome. Steve, could you give us some nuggets? What can we expect in the book? What can you tell us about some things in the book we can look forward to? Well, there's um, there is a when when I'm trying to get an idea across, I like to have a vehicle, a vehicle for the idea to ride on. And so, what I tried to use in this case for a vehicle to communicate truth in is uh, historical fiction. So there's uh, there's pieces all the way through a, a storyline that is it's broke up, but it goes all the way through of uh, a historically accurate figure and uh, some of the the um, things that they went through and experienced to try to communicate what's going on. And, and one of the things that I really hope is that it um, 
inspires in people <laughs> that when they're done, they will run and grab their Bible and read through there to see if that stuff's actually in there. Because it is in there. We just read over it and don't see it. And so just some of the stuff with um, Ezekiel. Did you know that Ezekiel and Daniel and Esther and Ezra and Nehemiah and Haggai and Zechariah were all written in one person's lifetime. Mm, wow. So when you start to understand how all those books intersect and how they how their lifetimes even intersected with each other, to me the whole story really starts to come alive. So that's some of the things that I hope that people will get a hold of in there is starting to see where these writers were coming from the time frames that they lived in and the pressures that they felt and how it played into the way that they wrote and the things that they wrote. You said that the title is There Was Much Rubbish. Isn't that a very negative title? I heard that from everybody. I think I sent the book to the editor and the editor says, wow, that's a negative title. I sent the book cover uh, the the title to a book cover designer and she said my that's a negative title can we change the title <laughs> so i've heard that pretty much everywhere we've gone and i understand that it sounds it sounds negative but on the other side it's reality there is much rubbish and when the bible goes through the story it's very clear that it was not the attacks of the enemy it was not the hard labor. It was not the building that was difficult. The thing that decayed, the strength of the people, was the rubbish. Lyle, where can folks find the book? Is that through straightpaths.com? Yeah, straightpaths.com is where you'll be able to, to find that and be able to purchase it there. And if people pre-order, they get get some perks. Yeah. So if you pre-order it, um, so if you go on um, May 4th through the May 21st and you pre-order it before it gets shipped, you get to, um, when we get the audio book recorded, you'll get a free copy of that. Um, and you'll also, we're going to be adding you to a um, possible, or be adding you to a Facebook page mm -hmm. where Steve will be coming on and doing um, book studies or just more in-depth of the book and some stuff like that. Maybe share some more behind the scenes with that. Be yeah, a kind of a, a private page that my wife and I will have that we will do some live uh, broadcasts on and some live teaching stuff out of the books because my wife's also written a couple books. So we'll be on there with those books and it's going to be a private page. So if you, if you purchase this book in a pre-order, you get automatically added to that page. Awesome. Wow. I'm really looking forward to, uh, the pre-order coming out and uh, and the book is only fifteen bucks. Wow, that so, means people can get two. Yeah, absolutely. And we are going to be running a special. If you buy three or more, we're going to throw in the next one for free. So if you order three, we're going you're going to show up with four of them in the mail, or you know five, you'll get six. Whatever, we're going to throw an extra one in there so you can give away to your friends. Wow, that's exciting. I would like to believe that the content of the book will sufficiently impact your life that it will be something that you will want to give away. So that's why we're doing the thing with having more than one. So if you get one, you like the, the content of it, you can have a couple to hand out to people. That's awesome. Wow, Steve, thanks a lot for sharing about the book. We're, I think we're anxiously awaiting the presale, and um, we're running out of time, but uh, 
make sure to get your order and check back next week. We're going to have another podcast just kind of talking about what's in the book. Steve's going to dive into some more of the, the topics and uh, we hope to have you back to have another discussion. Thank you for listening to As We Live. To submit questions, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at As We Live Podcast. Mm-hmm.